Good morning for Tuesday, November 10, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here is what's making news on today's front page. University of Missouri leaders resign. A landslide in Myanmar brings risks. And at trial, fading mafia ready for its close-up. In today's national headlines, peers question Elder Cruz's fight for Castro. Classified report on secret prisons caught in limbo and donations for a border fence in Arizona fall millions of dollars short. In today's business headlines, the Dow was down nearly 180 points yesterday, VW to begin talks with labor on cost-cutting, and killer whales to take their final bows at SeaWorld San Diego. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Columbia, Missouri, by John Elegon and Richard Perez-Pena. University of Missouri leaders resign. Months of student and faculty protest over racial tensions and other issues that all but paralyzed the University of Missouri campus culminated Monday in an extraordinary coup for the demonstrators as the president of the university system resigned and the chancellor of the flagship campus here said he will step down to a less prominent role at the end of this year. The threat of a boycott by the Missouri football team dealt the highest profile blow to the president, Timothy Wolfe, and the chancellor, Bowen Lofton, but anger at the administration had been growing since August, when the university said it would stop paying for health insurance for graduate teaching and research assistants. It reversed course, but not before the graduate assistants held demonstrations, threatened a walkout, took the first steps toward forming a union, and joined forces with students demonstrating against racism. Then, the university came under fire from Republicans for ties its medical schools and medical center had to Planned Parenthood. The university severed those ties, drawing criticism from Democrats, that it had caved in to political pressure. But it was charges of persistent racism here that, time and again, sparked the strongest reactions, along with claims that the administration did not take the problem seriously enough. Many of the students and faculty who took part in demonstrations also had participated in protest last year in Ferguson, a suburb of St. Louis, after a police officer there killed Michael Brown, an unarmed black man, and they were experienced in using social media in organizing. They saw themselves as part of a continuum of activism linking Ferguson, other deaths at the hands of the police, protest on campuses around the country, and the Black Lives Matter movement. Wolf, 57, said that he took responsibility for the anger and frustration on campus, asserting that conversations with community leaders, students, faculty, donors, and others led him to his decision, more than just the football players' threatened boycott. What was starting to become clear was the frustration and anger was evident and that it was something that needed to be done that was immediate and substantial for us to heal, Wolf said in a news conference.